0: You're going to want to hear the whole story. Between waiting for us in Kyoto?
1: The white death with his army of assassins. There's this solar psychotic leader with the largest
2: criminal organization on the planet. Shoved right inside. Oh. I don't see the white death letting any of us off this train. We need to come up with a plan. I'm going to hurt people. What's happening to your face? Maybe there was a little head trauma. Maybe. Oh,
1: no! I, I gotta get off this train.
2: Da, 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 da! You
1: sound
0: insane. You like that? Oh, yeah. It's the whole world got crazy. <laughs> it's you, showtime. What's going on, man fam? It's your boy Richard with my beautiful and lovely and talented. Co-host this evening, it is Kent and Brian. How are you guys doing this evening?
1: I'm good. That's three, three compliments in one sentence. I really needed that. Good. That's that's what it is.
2: Back. To I can't Doki believe Nigel I missed um Uh, prey slash predator talk last week. I yeah, man. bummed about I'm sorry that. I missed that one. Yeah. Um, but my grade would be would have been like an A minus on nice. it. Nice. You're aligned like, with the us. retroactive three right where we were. Really enjoyed uh enjoyed that movie. Disappointed that it wasn't theatrical though. Because that would have been a really fun one, like surprise hit of the summer ki- type of deal theatrically. Especially since last week I saw several headlines, guys, that was like uh, Bullet Train wins weekend of movie hell. I was like, movie hell? What the- <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's not that bad out there. But, uh, like, yeah, that one maybe could have snuck up and, and won a weekend.
1: Could have. Yeah, I think it could have. Yeah. It's a very yeah. odd thing. Odd it was, thing it it was fine,
0: though. Like, the way it was made was kind of, it worked okay on the small screen. But, yeah, mm-hmm. it could have been better on the big screen. But uh, speaking of the big screen, one of the few uh, theatrical releases that we have during this kind of six-week period, um, we've got some Bullet Train to talk some. David? Uh, David Leach, some Brad Pitt, which is always fun. Mm-hmm. We're in the bit of a a late renaissance for for old Brad here, and so this will be a fun one to to talk through.
1: Yeah, for sure, for sure. We are about to hit this sort of uh, I don't know dead spot in the calendar. Yeah. You know, we we're gonna talk. I think we're gonna talk Beast next week. Sweet, looks like it could be stupid fun. I, I'm I'm hoping for, but I mean. The bulk of what we will be talking about on the show for the next four or five weeks is going to be streaming fair, which is, is fine. that the yeah, uh, is that the cool
2: X Men Kelsey Grammer spinoff mm-hmm, it Beast? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he he's been, been waiting for it as Fraser Crane, <laughs> right? Oh, right. yeah, lot of so Beast gets his own radio show, <laughs> mm-hmm. and it's kind of real meta that way. Yeah, a lot of wine, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 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 yeah, oh, Beast, Nean. This Beast movie, I hear. I've I, I seen the, the trailer pop up. at, a few yeah. times with Idris yourself and, and the lion. It feels like that, that Kilmer movie. What was it? Ghost in the darkness from the nineties. Yeah. yeah I'm gonna Very similar that to, that. to that. And that movie scared the Jesus out of me as a, as a youth. I remember like spending the night <laughs> at my friend's house and their parents are watching it. And we're like in between golden eye, you know, matches or whatever. And we walk by and we're like, <laughs> what is this? They're like ghost in the darkness. And we like sit down and watch it. Like, I was like, terrified of lions for like 10 years after that
1: it's a good movie I'm, well i i remember it as a good movie i'm i'm gonna watch it It this came way. right off the heel
0: brave some... too because it came right off the heels of lion king
1: mm. kind of
0: like yeah. counter-programming <laughs>
1: yeah. that's a good yeah.
2: point didn't think about that yeah,
1: yeah. hey kids so- this movie you love <laughs> it's a lie <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah michael douglas <laughs> no <never> no mind. <laughs> yeah oh. <laughs> move on <laughs>
0: Uh, I had a good cat
2: joke. Yeah, common, we but... we all see where you're going there. Oh, I like it. Cool. Sometimes the setup <laughs> of the joke is enough, you know, right. like that. You get the you get the punchline <laughs> and everything, so to speak. Let you guys do the
0: rest of that, paint by numbers in your head. But uh, yeah, we're here talking bullet train, which is an interesting sort of uh, mix of big movie star, hot director. Not necessarily niche uh, property, but like you know, kind of a um, you know a a manga or or um, you know anime property. So kind of you know Englishizing or Americanizing this property with with an American star and a and a hot American director with with the action comedy and but with a lot of homage to. Japanese action films, I think we can all talk about it here. So it's an interesting pull. It's very um sorry, I've been up for like a million hours, but uh oh gosh. Who did uh <laughs> hold on, I need a second. Sorry, I'm tired. Um who did uh Baby Driver. Um Edgar, Edgar Wright. Wright. Very yeah. Edgar Wright kind of adjacent fair mm-hmm. here. Um and it's it's uh, but with uh, a little bit of a Deadpool sensibility, all these things kind of mixing. This is a a bit of a jambalaya of American action filmmaking. So I was very interested. I took this in the movie draft. Not saying that was a good or bad pick. Not looking great right now because of the budget, but or because of the gross. But it was. Um, it, I took it just because it was kind of an interesting thing. I wanted to see how this played out. It it kind of feels like this came out too late. It feels like this should have come out. You know, before it got pushed, you know, mm-hmm. six weeks ago, and maybe had a little more buzz. Uh, but very interesting. What was what was what were your build up to this? I'll go to Brian first. What was your kind of build up to this movie?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's been like three years since we've seen Brad Pitt in a movie, and I mean, part of that I'm sure is COVID and and everything else. And but I always love Brad Pitt. I think he has a really high Q rating. Um, he's one of these, he, he's somebody who occupies a space that, that I don't know that he's like Daniel day Lewis level of, of talent, but he's, he's, he's when he's in his, he's got a pretty good range at least. And when he's in his range, he's, he's a lot of fun. And I, I think I enjoy him the most. I think he can do the serious thing really well. Um, but I really enjoy it when Brad Pitt is just seems to be having a good time. Um, yeah. and since seems, seems to be in on the joke, I think he's somebody who even, Going back to like the early to mid nineties when he was maybe at like the apex of his, um, like hot person yeah. era, and just like which, you which is apparently never ending. Yeah, yeah we'll never still end debatable on when the apex good. is.
2: <laughs> by the way, I, yeah, totally. I would but, say right. I took don't a think shirt off in once upon a time in Hollywood <laughs> sure. is. I just extending mean, the apex, so to speak. When
1: when he was leading like that's every weird. tabloid or whatever. He, yeah, yeah. At that point. It would be very easy for somebody like that to be um, not fun or cool or whatever. But he seemed to have a really pretty good sense of humor about himself from from the jump. So I always appreciate when he's in a role that he's doing something that's um, that's that's at least he seems yeah. to be having a good time doing it. So it was he fun has to a see him natural screen and stuff, and, and he's like obviously trends, a, so.
0: a true leading man and has a great you know, almost okay. underrated dramatic quality to him, mm-hmm. but you're sure. right. He has a very natural comedic film persona, which he mm-hmm. has explored several times, um, uh, you know, to acclaim once upon a time in Hollywood, but obviously in the oceans movies as well. Mm-hmm. And a few other right. things, Mr. Yeah. Mrs. Smith is, he's very funny. And, in, in these things, he, he is able to play both against and with type comedically. Mm-hmm. And it really, um, Mostly interesting way. He has great timing. He is great. Uh, He's able to play all of it. So yeah, it was interesting to see him doing this. And there was, it was great. You're right. Like he would do things ensemble wise. And Ken, I want to get your hype on this as well in a second. But like he also, but like his big tentpole movies for about 10 years were very serious Mm -hmm. and interesting for the most part, not like serious for serious sake. It, It is nice to see him over the last few years um and honestly world war z was like a great example of it kind of lent himself hey every once in a while i'm just gonna do a big pulpy blockbuster either comedic Mm -hmm. or you know action movie and just remind everyone that i am a tier one movie star and then you know go back to doing i don't know uh you know uh the the like by the sea or something (laughs) you Mm -hmm. know um so anyway, Kent, what was your what was your hype to see him working with Deadpool director that was like at one point his stunt double and things like that? What was your kind of approach coming into this?
2: Yeah, for sure. I mean, I w- I went back and looked, and I'm like, man, when's the last time we saw Brad Pitt do anything like this? Mm-hmm. When it comes to a personality in a role or just working with a director that's not like going for best picture that right. particular year, because you know, even if you Count once upon a time in Hollywood, and I would even put Inglorious Bastards in the in the categories of like uh, this persona of Brad Pitt, but like those were serious movies that won Oscars and Mm -hmm. and got you know best acting nominations and all that kind of stuff. So I don't put that in in a category like I I would put Bullet Train, obviously. Um, So yeah, you're 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 dead on, Richard. Like he doesn't do this a lot. Two thousand seven was Ocean's Thirteen. Yeah. That was a long freaking time ago. Like he did yeah. assassination of Jesse James after that, Benjamin Button, Tree of Life, like so many. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say
0: World War Z may I mean that's not fun or comedic mm-hmm. that, but that's a big for the masses movie. is maybe the last time he did something truly like right.
2: this. Right. Right, exactly. Uh, aside from his incredible cameo in uh deadpool 2 (laughs) as the vanisher which is just like a two second thing when he gets electrocuted and you notice it's him it was a was amazing but he seems to have a great uh yeah great relationship with with david leach so i think i was pretty high on this movie like the idea of this movie but i didn't think like this would be a summer blockbuster like this like to make a ton of money everybody would want to go out and see this like to me, this still feels like a uh, like a fall release, like, a, you know, maybe makes 40 million uh, opening weekend. And that's that's really good for it. I just didn't see see this as as competing with like a Thor or anything like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. From from open, even though it has Brad Pitt coming off the Oscar. And, and like you said, he may he may not have peaked yet, but I just don't know if like he he's known for that. Like uh, Brad Pitt's yeah, not known he's not for Tom like, Cruise, yeah, correct. he's not Will Smith or Tom Cruise or any, somebody like mm-hmm. Chris Pratt or even, you know, where it's like right. you go out in the summer mm-hmm. and you know, you're going to get X uh, involved. And so I think mm-hmm. people probably just like, yeah, that looks good, but I don't, I, I'll see it eventually. Or yeah I don't know. It just didn't have that, that draw from the, uh, from the audience uh, perspective, which um, kind of surprised me to be honest, because I thought. I thought David Leach. I think feel like he's a guy that's gaining a reputation uh, of his own, you know, or mm. people will maybe go see yeah. his stuff uh, aside from who's in it. But maybe that's a conversation for a little bit later.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think there's a little bit of. I don't know. This was a semi difficult movie to to advertise. I'm not. I didn't even totally. I mean, I I knew the general premise, but. Lindsay and I would see this on on Friday and I was like, I mean, I think it's gonna be kind of like John Wick on a train, but with Brad Pitt. I don't I mean, and that's that's not that's mm-hmm. not wrong by any means, but there was a little bit more That was the sell. Yeah, there was more to it and, and I think Richard, you're totally right too. I don't I think pushing this thing back was a mistake too. I I don't know that it would have been like I'm not saying it would have been this opened at about thirty million. I'm not saying it would have opened at sixty, you know, if they would have opened it when when it was originally slated to, to come out, but if you watch like if you're an NBA fan, like you were seeing trailers for this yeah. for months. six weeks, you know, and then and then it was a solid. Well, now it's another six weeks before this thing comes Absolutely.
0: out. Absolutely, this uh, trailer and and thing had real hype too on mm-hmm, social media yeah. and YouTube and stuff yeah. when this dropped nine months ago or whatever. Yeah, it felt like you're right. They should have either delayed that or not delayed the movie. One mm-hmm. of two things. It felt yeah. like by the time this came out, I was tired of it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, which is a a, a whiff yeah marketing wise um but yeah we'll get into the movie here i mean yeah. it's uh it is very it it's a little different than john wick definitely totally it has a little mm-hmm. more of the deadpool thing um it's very the action even is almost like dialogue driven the, the dialogue is yeah. is pushing um things that happen on the screen but it is it is propulsive in that way it does sort of it 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 does drive, but it it's uh the only thing you know where I'm going not to be too whatever, but like this is a this is a movie that's paced like it's gonna be a tight ninety six minutes yeah.
1: and then goes for yep. another thirty for for unknown reasons, way too long so way yeah. that's i mean that's my number one criticism it's and I like to when when I say that, I like to offer like okay, here's what I would cut um I don't have just a whole lot of that other than it needed another real pass with with the writers to try to cut it down just in general it was it was uh every scene almost felt like yeah totally 10 percent too long or something absolutely and and as fun as all the cameos and 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 guest spots almost i mean it's hard to call do we want let's just do spoilers yeah it's spoilers um it's hard to call like zazie beats's performance like a cameo i mean she's yeah i mean you know but is that necessary? I don't I don't know. I love Zazie Beats. I was happy to see her pop up. It was fun. Sure. But but there's there's only so many of those that we really need to pack into uh what what I think you I think you're right probably could have pretty easily been like a hundred minute, 110 minute movie instead of instead of what it is. Um and also I think there's something to when the when the action and the dialogue is paced as as quickly and aggressively as as this movie is. It, you run out of steam quicker it's like you're you're expecting the movie to be shorter because of how quickly everything is moving on screen everybody is talking and everybody is moving through the action set pieces and all this sort of stuff and then it's like and here's another new character or another flashback or or whatever else and it it just it gets kind of uh even when you're enjoying the bits or the drop-ins there's a certain point where are like all right but like when are we going home like let's, mm-hmm. let's get out of this thing
0: yeah, and I want to correct one thing I said earlier because I was I was thinking about I was thinking I, when I said it was more kind of manga or anime themed, I meant more the visuals and things like that. I know that this is a based on a on a novel and not uh, that. Right. So I wasn't. Yeah, it's really certainly going for that, that aesthetic. The colors. Yeah, I and just the, th- I just meant the yeah. leech is definitely going for that sort of look and
2: feel, yeah, Japanese is. noir kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: exactly. So <laughs> just want to clean that up. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah. What about you, Kent? What what did it did it pace and kind of macro way feel feel out okay for you, or was you
2: know was editor brain going pretty hard? Man, for a movie that sells fast paced action right. on a exactly. speed train, uh, and uh, from the guy who brought you John Wick and all these this huge ensemble cast, this is basically supposed to be Murder on the Orient Express on a speed bullet train, right? Right. I didn't. I think we might have got three shots of the actual bullet train in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Like this might as well have been on you know slow moving subway through through New York City or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like that. The fact that it was on a bullet train made absolutely no difference right. to me whatsoever. More like the tarantula. Richard it's Barnum, like a pun. Like hey, <laughs> get it bullets because they have guns. Right. No. It's, exactly. A, it, it, to me, it's the equivalent. It's the it's the equivalent of of naming a movie "Skyscraper" because it would be cool to have a movie set in a skyscraper called "Skyscraper." Like that. That's the only only thing mm. Bullet Train brings to the equation. So I was super let down. Like, man, you could have done a lot with this whole fast moving train concept, kind of like Snowpiercer did, where mm. the speed of the train really is yes. kind of like used like a speed speed two kind of way. Uh, with you know having Sandy involved is is very on the nose, but. Uh, Maybe we'll get there. But, yeah, I was let down by, like, I thought this was pretty boring, to be quite honest with you. um, It could have been paced way better with action scenes throughout. Uh, I thought the action scenes that worked were, like, the flashbacks that you mm-hmm. guys talked about, like, like the kill montage sequences where they're flashing back to all these botched kills or kill attempts. I thought that was kind of the funniest stuff, but... How hard is it to like every 10 minutes have, you know, in a different car of the train have some kind of action sequence? It didn't seem like that was Mm -hmm. that hard of an ask, but apparently it was because this was very talky and way, way more boring than I expected to. It was just so drawn out. It it should have been a tight, a tight 90 on a bullet train with just like punching you in the face with action. Mm -hmm. It should have been like everything everywhere all at once where it's just like. So much coming at you that's like, how are they even doing this? And to me, it like took a step back from where John Wick yeah. and Deadpool brought us, which is not expected at all.
0: You couldn't decide to me if it wanted to be kind of mid-budget, pulp, fun, self-aware, mid, you know, everything, 90 minute like you said, or a superhero movie. It seemed like Leech was a bit in the habit of making superhero movies, which doesn't make sense because you're right, he did John Wick, but like this was much more you know, like the Hobbes and Shaw scale, but, you know, a world that does not, you know,
1: need that. So it was it was interesting in that way. It felt to me, and I, I think I may have I may have liked this more than you guys did, but it, it felt a little bit to me like David Leach hasn't totally figured out who he is as a director or mm-hmm. what his um tone or style or like director hallmarks that we're looking for here because there's just, you're right. There's some comic book or comic book movie superhero movie elements too. By the way, I'm fine with all these things. It's just, it 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 maybe didn't all feel cohesive in part because there's there's sections that feel very right. very uh, superhero-y. There's sections that very much felt like a Guy Ritchie movie. There's sections that kind of feel like Tarantino-y. Absolutely. Um, and and again, like if you're gonna pull from that's great. Like it's cool to have. Um, homage, or like these are my influences, or or all that stuff. But I, I wonder if this movie comes five years later into his career, if it's tighter, if it if it has a little more um, tonal consistency, um, and and all that kind of stuff. Because it it just like I said, it just feels like he's not quite totally figured out what his voice as a director is going to be. Would be my would be my guess here.
2: It's very Matthew Vaughn right now. I thought it was there was a moment
1: I'm glad you said that cuz there was a moment <laughs> where I was like this feels kind of Matthew Vanni and then there were the next whatever minutes I was like but this uh, that was way better It than was the Aaron Taylor Matthew Johnson Vonnie. aspect it was, of it that brought yeah, you back there, to Matthew Vonnie. Yeah to me it's and I'm not a I'm not a Matthew Va- Vaughn fan like at all so that You're a super that, fan we want to say. <laughs> yeah. But it um influence my my feeling but I, but I did have yes I had like Matthew Vaughn sort of like oh yeah this is kind of feeling that direction but I felt I've I thought it was I thought it was better than what almost everything that Matthew Vaughn does personally but but I definitely see the the those uh those comparisons cuz I think they're pulling from the same source material or or influences as well uh vaughn and and leach
2: side note here i think i see aaron taylor johnson is doing a is in a mark rothko biopic with russell crowe as mark rothko yeah could be interesting huh with stoolbarg in it too Interesting. Sorry. I hadn't seen her Aaron, Aaron Taylor Johnson in anything since maybe Avengers. <laughs> like I was like, where did this guy go? I like I like him a lot. Uh, you know, with super high. Early, man guy? Early, early in his career. I, I mean might as well be. Um I thought of him as John Lennon early in his career, Nowhere Boy is uh is a fantastic uh, performance if you haven't uh, if you haven't seen that. But yeah, man, the talk about Englishifying a... a an Asian inspired property or an Asian property. I mean, it's like Joey King, you got to have a Cockney accent, Brian Tyree, Henry, you got to have a cock. Yeah. It was very, very much into in that side of things. Um, where do we stand on Joey King? I feel like if I said anything negative that an entire generation of people would assault me in my TikTok mentions or something <laughs> like, isn't she yeah. like the most popular actress of uh for the end and uh, she's uh, in everything yeah and the
0: um stranger things girl right the yeah two, sophie
2: bobby sink brown. yeah or uh oh <laughs> well, yeah both of them miller bobby brown miller yeah. bobby brown but yeah
0: she's in yeah she's in a lot of great you know it's it's that's i don't fault her at all for this movie because like she's like the queen of some really good hulu and Netflix movies and television shows and she's been very good in all of those. But it's like a different thing to be like sharing a screen with a Brad Pitt and she she didn't perform horribly. Like it's just that's a hard that's a big ask. Um yeah. It's a big jump for her. So she didn't I don't think she failed the test. I don't think she passed it with crazy flying colors. But yeah, I don't, you know, that's that's a that's a big jump. I I thought she was like perfectly fine, but nothing. Nothing special.
1: I, I I could be wrong. I get the impression that the the feeling towards Joey King is is almost like a love to hate kind of thing. Because I, I think those kissing both movies are pretty terrible when people watch them basically do a hate watch on them. I I think Yeah, but the be, act was
0: big, right? Yeah, totally, totally. And a few other things too. Life in Peace or not
2: Life and Pieces. Um She was Florida. in um Fargo, I remember yeah, on TV. Yeah tv show i remember her from the uh ramona movie wasn't she uh
0: well yeah i mean well you have a full back tattoo of the opening (laughs) scene so i would
2: (laughs) big judy bloom (laughs) guy you guys know yeah huge (laughs) but she had like a she used to do like comedy way more and now it's it's very i don't know yeah, at her Not late career, twenty
0: three. She's really turned away from that. No, right. I know what you mean. Yeah, I think those those kissing booth things are are kind of made fun of, but the, I mean, like a billion people watch them, right? Sure. Yeah,
1: yeah. I just mean, I don't think. I mean, I I could be wrong, can't? But I don't. If we said something bad about Tom Holland, we will hear about it. I don't know that it's going to be the same with with Joey King. So yeah, I'll I say, didn't. I thought she I was the of part there. of the movie. So I thought I thought she was, <laughs> I thought her, and I don't I don't really have any feelings one way or the other towards her. I quite like Michael Shannon. I thought he was pretty terrible too. So, did throw, how did you he'll guys throw feel? Him.
0: At you, man, he's a weird actor. Like, he I is. agree. Yeah. He
1: those are my two, more. the two worst parts of the movie to me. Those how how yeah, did so you guys feel true. about the reveal, though?
2: Like, I I expected it to be somebody totally, totally different, maybe, but they're like building it up at the who's the white dragon or whatever this entire time, and then it's revealed to be Michael Shannon. I'm just like, oh, okay. It, my, my, yeah, it,
1: it wasn't it wasn't great i mean I, michael shannon White can death be, sorry white death <laughs> yeah michael shannon can be like oscar caliber good and he can be yeah he he can he can be razzy level of yeah of, he's got uh, some Defoe in yeah. him yeah totally it's a great great uh comparison yeah, yeah it didn't happen famous. at my
2: theater but i heard i've heard of riots happening when bad buddy is killed off in the first 20 minutes like <laughs> yeah. Luca is not, not what we happy. paid for
0: <laughs> yeah it was uh <laughs> yeah this cast is interesting um i i think that's cool to have a big crazy huge celebrity and a bunch of upcoming actors i don't know if i would say aaron taylor johnson's upcoming but like you know joey king's kind of on the come up. Mm-hmm. brian tyree henry certainly um, Zazzy beats, beats yeah. but like it is pretty obvious though sometimes if you don't nail it Mm-hmm. Then they all seem kind of stupid next to Brad, Pitt sure, yeah, <laughs> or whatever, whoever yeah, that totally. person. is. There's a bit of that in his previous in um, the Charlize movie he did. There was some of that too, mm-hmm. where it's mm-hmm. like it's it's uh, it's Charlize, and then kind of a bunch of meh, and then uh, an Atomic One, and but then that's mm-hmm. cool until all those people have to. McAvoy kind of held his own, but like mm-hmm. you know, you got like Till Schweiger or somebody, you know. Mm-hmm. And he's got to like hold the screen with Charlize. You go, oh, this right. is so stupid, right?
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: Huge yeah. moment though in this movie for bucket hats, though. <laughs> like almost an Ashton Kutcher Punk level moment. Yeah, yeah. For, for the, the bucket the truck, hat yeah. industry,
0: <laughs> bucket is the new trucker. Is that what you're saying?
2: Yeah, I think so. I think this this confirms <laughs> it. When you guys see see buckets in the next uh, couple months and going into right. next year, just think about man bullet train. <laughs> Just put Brad yeah, in a bucket. and This the dude is definitely sending those
1: out to uh, potential voters. Oh, yeah. Time. I'll take and one. It's part of the swag pack for sure. Yeah.
2: There was a
0: huge uh, high school party on my block this week. Um, Back to school party. I'm not kidding. Maybe 150, 200 kids. <laughs> and uh, it looked like um, everyone looks... <laughs> they all dress like... The How Bizarre video or something, so funny (laughs) how that version of the '90s is back. So it is, dude. I'm not kidding
2: you. I almost took a picture yesterday uh, because I went to I went to North Park Mall for like first time I'd gone to a mall probably since pre pandemic. Yeah, yeah. we were out in Dallas, and my wife had some gift cards. And there's a guy in front of me on the escalator. Did you crush that eatily? oh man we didn't do Italy, but i did get a little annie ann's pretzel though oh, wow, nice got it got to hit that did up uh but the guy in front of me in line i'm not kidding you full 30 inch per leg jinkos yeah. and a tool <laughs> t- shirt from like 1995 i, I that respect was like that. a double x i was like this guy sh- yeah. like literally walked out of the mall in 96 and straight <laughs> yeah, into this I mall I, like- I had almost took a picture i was like but the funny thing is where like where do I
0: find structure?
2: That, that guy's streetwear. I was like, that guy's probably wearing four hundred dollars in streetwear because <laughs> yeah. of how like the resale value on it that. That's fine
0: stuff. though, because that's like the nineties, if not as um it's so weird to talk about this. Romanticized a bit. Mm. So he's leaning into I respect that. It's like the kind of more broad 90s stuff
2: where it's and then they, it, like, he was fully the, the kid you'd see hanging out outside the high school you know while every other kid takes the bus just leaned yeah. against the wall you know like that that
0: guy was but then they had wow. crocs to these 90s looks like, you know crocs weren't around until like go six guys get mm-hmm. your timeline straight yeah. get it straight
2: yeah. funny um, story funny side about crocs i heard um mike judge has been on the on the press tour lately yeah, yeah. uh and he was talking about how they had Crocs in Idiocracy. Everybody wore Crocs. Because yeah. he was like, we had no money. And our yeah, prop guy that. came to us and was like, hey, I can get these for five bucks a pair. They look really kind of weird and futuristic. Don't worry. Nobody will ever wear these. <laughs> and he said, by the time the movie came out, everybody was wearing them. And it was like, why is there Crocs in the movie? But it kind of became a meme because of Idiocracy. It's like, yeah. oh, we've all gone to a place where we're so dumb that we think Crocs are the way to go, <laughs> but now we've we've <laughs> totally reached the full circle moment on Crocs, which I still have yet to buy a pair, but um, I do own a lot of Crocs stock, so I'm very happy, man. <laughs> at the end of the day,
0: yeah, you're loaded on that, on that Croc
2: life. I am.
0: All right, Ken. So you 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 mentioned this. This is a bit of a who done it. It's a bit of a um, you know, uh, Hercules Perot. Per- 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 um mystery but in a kind of quasi futuristic speed train bullet train session so yeah i thought that the build-up though went on for a while worked for me but the payoff was not there i wish and i maybe in the novel it works better and they had to stay true to that but i i I wish it would have had more of a more of a twist what about what about you guys i was kind of like you're right it didn't do anything for me Goes all right cool yeah you did the old yeah i'm with you. the most obvious thing
2: is the obvious thing i'm with you the whole bit of i bought the entire train just for this trip it's like well obviously because there's no one on this freaking train to begin (laughs) with like (laughs) just having multiple fights and no one no one's doing anything uh yeah that the reveal of sandy was uh, a bit eye-rolly too i mean like I don't know if we're supposed to know that that was her, but it was very obvious from the the start that that's that's the direction they were going. They did this, or they hinted at this like snakes on a train bit that they were going to (laughs) do. They they let a venomous snake out. They didn't really live up to the fruition that it could have done. And then they had this gag going the entire time with Thomas the Tank Engine that I didn't really find (laughs) very funny. I mean, it was funny uh, to a certain extent, but... Yeah, I just found it more annoying at the end. I think the, the gag that worked for me the most was the water bottle fight, and that was the whole trailer. So Yeah. I don't know. It was a little disappointing when it at the end of the day.
0: Yeah, it was I mean, the comments during the action worked. There were some fun, pithy lines, but yeah. There were no there be, there was no stakes to the action like there is with Deadpool. It kind of makes that land a little better. Speaking yeah. of Deadpool, there's a little Ryan Reynolds uh you know, retribution payback for, for Brad Pitt and Deadpool too in this.
1: Yeah, yeah. Good bit. Channing that
0: Tatum was funny. good bit.
1: That was funny
0: the Channing Tatum bit was fun. Channing the Channing Tatum bit was funny.
2: That was amazing. That was that was an incredible like spit four hours on set type of a day for <laughs> Channing Tatum. Like he he seems to pull those out like at a Matt Damon level of yeah. quality now. <laughs> yeah. He when he shows up and this is the end, it's so good. <laughs> <too>. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's funny, man. There's something mm. you know we, we've kind of walked away from that for a few years and part of that was the Sony hack and we didn't get another uh another movie, but man, he's so funny when he mm. wants to be. I I yeah. hope he goes I hope he goes back to that too. I mean, he had the kind of it's kind of this troop, right, of of actors that have all worked together. Mm-hmm. Outside of the newcomers, we have Sandra Bullock, who's worked with, you know, Channing Tatum, or who's worked with Ryan Reynolds, who, and then you have Channing Tatum, who's worked with Brad. You know, it's all these people yeah. who have kind of all been in yeah. movies together the last few years. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's a COVID thing. Like, okay, we're we're all around and let's do this next. But it's mm-hmm. almost like a a weird troop of cameos the last few years. Sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It could be in Lost City earlier this year. Yeah, that's was- what I mean. Yeah, yeah Tatum and Bullock and Pitt is the one who pops in for for a few minutes, and uh, yeah, it's 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 funny to see them all uh, work together and and uh, and it have to have the kind of self awareness that hey, it's it's fun to do these little bits, you know, it's it's fun to pop into this movie instead of be on the poster or or whatever else. It was it was good. It was, I, those were some of the. I'm not sure that that speaks super highly of the movie itself, but that those were some of the better they moments were. of the movie, but um, they were. They were really funny. I like the
0: guy that played the wolf a lot. He was cool. Could use more wolf. <laughs> go for that in most things. Trying to think <laughs> what other things. You're right. Zazie Beats was cool. Um, I yeah. love
1: I love Hiroyuki Sinada whenever he shows up. Yeah. But the character wasn't wasn't the best that he's done in a while but yeah i think it was more just that like by the time we got to that was the end stepping right? onto the train yeah. and whatnot you're just like all right man like we gotta we gotta get moving here and get kind of out of this this is
2: this has gone on long enough yeah he was awesome in in uh mortal Kombat last year he's always great yeah he's cool the scorpion yeah
0: so pitt's got a lot of stuff on the um on the agenda this year yeah. he's got your he's working with your boy damien chazelle later in the year um, you know, he's, he's the reason he has been able to be choosy in in at least blockbuster films is he's been such a successful producer and I think has yeah. made a ton of money on that front. And, and so it affords him the, the opportunity to be a little, uh, sparse in his roles, but he's, he's kind of packed them all back to back to back to back the last, uh, he's got a lot of things coming out. So that's exciting. I mean, who doesn't, who doesn't like more Brad Pitt movies? I'm so excited for the Margot and Giselle
2: movie. Yeah, it'll be great, uh, man. We should mention he's becoming an extremely prolific producer. Oh, yeah. one of the most on the side, and one of the best producers in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, he might not give us, uh, you know, the best summer blockbusters as an actor right now. But you know what he's doing on the well, even the that's TV what side of him, you know. is I amazing. He's a
0: pretty. I think he's a pretty sharp guy. I think mm-hmm. he plays a little dumber because he's so pretty. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think he's interested in that. I think he knows how that he's been in this business for coming up on 40 years. You know, I think he Mm -hmm. knows how it works. And so um, I think that's what kind of tickles him, but he knows what must be nice, right. To know that I can go lead a big movie anytime I want. And so I'm, I might push that a couple of years.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: But Babylon looks awesome. I'm so excited for it. And then when are we going to get a trailer? I mean, Good
2: grief! It's like we're three months
0: away at this point. I know. We'll see if it stays. Who knows in right. this freaking year? Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's going to be a that's a pretty that's the one that's like the real silent film, the talkie, love letter to Hollywood. Right? That's going to win a billion Oscars.
2: Yeah, seems like it.
0: Yeah, it seems like his Hail
2: Caesar or his Singing. In Toby the rain Maguire or... as a
0: Charlie Chaplin. So, <laughs> yeah, so it has to
2: it's be good. good. It has to be an Oscar. Yeah. Mike Jones is involved though
0: too, so yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Spike Spike, Spike,
2: Spike Spike popping up as an actor is is is, it always is good. cool.
0: I like Spike popping up as a director a little more. Wish it happened more than he, once in yeah, ten yeah, years. Obviously, yeah. theatrically. But well, I mean, yeah, he'll
2: he'll be cool. in uh, you know Wolf of Wall Street or something. You know. He's, no, he's great. He's great. He's great. It's just he's great. Just he's so know, good as director <laughs> a director. He's just it. yeah one of the all time directors who hasn't done a movie in literally ten years. But yeah, once in a while it'd be cool if you.
1: You know, did the thing you're best at,
2: I would say, personally, but uh, it's just
0: me. That's just me, though. Personal taste. <laughs> well, yeah, what he's best at, at is
2: is yeah. supervising jackass stuff. Here's a and he's sneaky been doing call that. I'm going to put out on the <laughs> yeah. podcast. Consistently.
0: I haven't seen anything from this. I don't know what the odds are. I just know what the narrative is after a few different things this year, the last couple of years, and where Hollywood is going. So I'm going to put in the call on this podcast. If this movie comes out this year, Gene Smart's going to win Best Supporting Actress for it. Mm.
2: Wow. It's building that way. I like it. I like yeah. your
1: thinking. Yeah. Hacks.
2: I'm just yeah. excited for, exactly. for Damien, the fact that he's cast Samara Weaving and Margot in the same movie. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone can make that work, it's him. Is one of them going to be dark-headed? One of them going to be blind? I mean, they're the same.
0: I'm just hoping... It could be cool, too, if Livia Wilde won and then got served papers during her speech. Like, There's a cool... <laughs> there's a lot of options here for that movie what a moment that was (laughs) all right shall we grade this bad boy out yeah Yeah. let's do it
1: let's do it
0: all right i'll go first and then throw to you Ken. i'm gonna give this there's a lot of this i laughed at and enjoyed and and the popcorn sure did shovel in my mouth pretty well during it but it was a little long and it felt obviously a lot of these things feel this way, but this really felt like that was pointless at the end mm-hmm. in a weird sort of pessimistic way. So I'm going to give this a C plus. Kent, what about know. you?
1: Yeah.
2: I was thinking B, uh, so I'll just stick with uh, a B. What about you, Brian?
1: Um, I yeah, I had I had a really good time with this the, while the whole time saying this doesn't really. Have a lot of substance, even for I'd love to I love
0: this. I kept thinking
2: this should be better, thing. most of it. Yeah, same. Okay, I'm like this, yeah. this should be a lot more fun than it is. I had a lot more fun with it. I
1: will be frank if you swapped, like, if Brad Pitt, if the Ladybug character was played by like Aaron Taylor Johnson or somebody who's like a very competent, fine performer, it would be a lot lower for me. I thought Pitt was a blast. Yeah, he was. Yeah, I had a really good time with, with him and. That certainly raised the grade up um for me, but you know trains are fun. I'm with you Kenny. if you i I felt like if you're gonna have bull, the bullet train be the setting, maybe we should um we should make that more of a a character in the movie a little bit I, I, but uh yeah anyway i have criticisms of it clearly but it was overall it was a lot of fun to me i'll go b plus was take a b plus i thought
2: the lighting the light was is. good like the lighting inside the train how they yeah. had had it all awesome. backlit with yeah. different colors and stuff like i thought it looked mm-hmm. looked really cool but like i thought those different settings on the train really lent itself to just some different type of action you can do a different style of martial arts in each room you know i i expected a lot a lot more creativity with the whole concept than we got but hey yeah. david leach is uh you know he's still young he's got time for sure
1: Absolutely. no i mean seriously i mean i know i said this but i really do think that this is something that we we can look back on in a few years and be like he just wasn't quite he did not figure out his voice yet as a director i think he's got i think he's got a lot of talent i think he has an eye for for good stuff in a lot of ways, I'm just not sure he's totally there yet. Um, with a project like this, that, that probably needed a little bit of, came like, out
2: of the like gate strong with drawn Wick too. Yeah, for like sure. Like that was just, a, for I sure. mean, kind of caught lightning in a bottle there too. So it's tough to talk. Yeah,
1: he did. And, and I mean, to be honest, you may, you may be just dealing talking about like, there was, there's never really been that much pressure. I mean, mm-hmm. even Deadpool two is like a movie that, that first one cost so little to make and had so much goodwill that, and then the John Wick movie. I don't know. I I the, doing a Brad Pitt movie and leading a summer blockbuster. That's a little different than some than a lot of the other stuff he's done to this point. So, um, you know, you could you could tool you could see like get in your own head a little bit about yeah. some of this stuff. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, that was that was Bullet
0: Train. Uh, interesting, fun. Hey, not necessarily an original property, but not a super well known. Uh, superhero property or anything like that with the big movie stars, so this is what we asked for and and they can't all mm-hmm. they can't all be winners, but uh, this wasn't a loser by any means um but it was uh it was interesting so interesting to see this one again, like I said, we would love to see another edit of it but uh but a lot of things worked. so that is bullet drain boys shall we throw it to a weekly recommend
1: weekly recommends.
0: And I can go to you first. What's your weekly recommend, my friend?
2: Yeah, I'm going to recommend a TV show that is on the Netflix. So the other morning uh, on Saturday, I made my coffee. It's like seven a.m. I'm sitting on my sit on my couch. Turn on the TV. I'm like, man, I really want to watch some Saturday morning cartoons right now. I want to throw it back to to a lost a lost time. And I turned on. On Netflix, Saturday morning all-star hits, a.k.a. Smash. Have you guys seen this? You're familiar with this at all? No. This is a Kyle Mooney uh, oh, joint. Oh, okay. I, I know what you're talking about. Yes. And it's basically, the concept is like, if you found a tape at a thrift shop that was taped in the 90s and somebody just tapes the Saturday morning block on Fox F- Fox Kids or whatever, you know? That's what it is, and he's he plays the host uh, that are twins named Skip and Trabor Trabor, and they're this. He's like, we're your super rad hosts, you know. And it's just so ridiculous, and it's got all these fake cartoons that are just making fun of those '90s cartoons. Um, but it's eight episodes, and it's eight tapes, is what they call it in the uh, in the thing of Saturday morning all star hits, and it is like. I'm in, I'm into Kyle Mooney. I've talked about him in the past. I think I recommended Brigsby Bear before. I watched that a few, a few, uh, weeks ago after Kyle left, uh, SNL just to reset my brain on kind of where he was and, and where he is. And we were, we were talking, uh, I think, Lowly Island around that time mm-hmm. too. And, uh, wanted to check that out. But he's got a certain style that I love, but he's hitting a, on a niche that is so, such a niche that I, it's like mm-hmm. almost even way more niche than what Armisen does comedically. So yeah. like, I don't know how many more projects he's going to be able to get funded just because his his style of comedy is so specific, but I think it's hilarious. But um, check out Saturday Morning All-Star Hits some Saturday morning and uh, let me know what you think. It's just basically a spoof of like, you know, Fox Saturday morning in the 90s, which is hilarious. But yeah. Okay. i mean. in smash
1: yeah i saw smash. i watched the trailer for that and uh put it on the you know my list or whatever but i haven't gotten back to it i love kyle mooney i'm with you it's just it's such a weird niche kind of humor it would be very difficult mm-hmm. to say to just
2: you know give weird. him a blockbuster movie to do yeah yeah so, i mean, mean kind I mean, of a tim be, robinson I way hope. where I like mean, i feel like there's a venue for him somewhere maybe yeah yeah i don't know what that'll be at the end of the day but right. i'm excited to see what it, what it might be
1: Richard and I have this comedian that we love, uh, Chris Fleming, who is just such a strange individual and makes so many. I mean, the the comedy it it feels like there's three people in the world who could possibly enjoy this, um, but I'm one (laughs) of them, and it's just I'm just so lucky to be here. And (laughs) and recently he posted he had. Richard, you probably remember this better than me, but he like, he got, he got a pilot, like he got greenlit for a pilot or something. I'm sure at one of the streamers, I don't think if they, if he said what it was, but it didn't, it didn't, it didn't work. Like they, they cut it after the pilot. Um, But he posted some, like some, (laughs) some stills from it. And I was just like, how did anybody give this money? Like it's so, (laughs) it's so weird and out there and there's, there's a zero percent chance anyone would just stumble across it on on uh Peacock or whatever, and be like, oh yeah, this is this is the show. It's just
2: it has to be like somebody at a studio that's like, just gosh. like you guys. That's like, man, this guy I follow is just so ridiculous. We gotta yeah. there might be something there, you yeah. know.
1: Yeah. It's just it's it's one of those he's one of those Mooney is Mooney is more accessible than Chris than Fleming is, I think. But it's it's not, similar, it's not totally yeah. similar Yeah. Where you you were like, you could show this to a group of your ten closest friends, and you'd be lucky if one of them was really into it. It's, it's right. just so, so odd and different. Uh, but yeah, okay, I'll check that out. Good rec.
2: Good rec- Saturday morning all star hits. There you go.
0: Brian, what about you, my man?
1: Uh, I recommend a book that uh, has. I think Richard and I are going to do a bonus episode on in a couple of weeks when we both get time to uh, to finish it. But Heat Two. By Michael Mann and I gotta bring up the Audible. I forgot the uh the co-author's name. Uh Meg garden Gardener Gardenier, I don't know, Gardener, Gardener, let's go with that. Um, it is the it is a book sequel to Heat, one of the best movies of the 90s that we did a review on a couple of years ago. Uh, and so it jumps around from like pre Heat, the movie. So you get some uh, Pacino and De Niro, their characters, um, in the the work that they were doing before that movie came, the the events of that movie, and then it jumps forward as well to uh, Val Kilmer's character, who's who's still alive at the end of Heat, if you remember correctly, and uh, and so you're getting some of that and and just sort of folding all of those different timelines together. Um, It's really interesting. It's not the kind of book that I typically read, um, but because it's heat and, and Michael Mann, I'm, I'm, I'm here for it, Uh, but I'm really enjoying it. It's, it's very well done. I'm doing the audio book, Richard. I think you're, you're doing the same. Um, yeah. The The reader does a very good job of, of doing a Vincent Hanna impression, which is the character that Pacino plays in that movie without doing a Pacino impression. And I think that's a really Ooh, difficult ah. thing to to pull off. Yeah. It's, it's, it would be very easy for the reader to just go like full, Duncaccino, Al Pacino kind of stuff, and instead he's he's really. Have you not Pacino watched either. The Offer yet, or? Yeah. <laughs> yes, I I haven't, and I I don't know that I I don't know that I'm gonna. um, Man,
2: got it. you have to see so it just for the Matthew guy, good. just for the first scene of the guy who plays Pacino, where they meet with Pacino yeah. to see if he'd be interested in being the Godfather. Oh, it's maybe episode two, but like, I, I have to get your reaction to it, to it. Oh, I have that's to. It's tough.
1: tough. But uh, yeah, anyway, the, the book's really, really quite interesting. I, I assume that if you like, if you, if you listen to or read a lot of um like crime thrillers, I guess, or then uh, it, it's, it's very good for, for, for what it is. It's just, that's not typically the kind of thing that I, that I read, but I'm, I'm really enjoying it. And, and some of the storylines are maybe a little bit more than the others, but uh, yeah, check it out. And and I think, like I said, Arby and I are going to do a do a bonus episode on it in a couple of weeks uh, and and review it because Michael Mann and it's Heat and uh, we're happy. Is he going to make a movie? I or hope this what? jump starts. I don't know. It's it seems like he he kind of wants it to to uh, jumpstart a, a a sequel movie, but be pretty hard for. Pacino um to do that and then obviously the same for Kilmer so you'd have to recast I mean I don't know I don't know but I
2: I w- I want a Michael Manesson so badly um could he just know. do the prequel bit and as a movie and cast you know young yeah I young, think so youngsters. I
1: think so but I but I'm only about halfway through the book so I'm curious to see how mm. the the post-heat stuff is going to uh to play into this and so far it's it's really only been a, a sort of small part of, of what I've read. Most of it has been like 1988, 1990, something like that. So, uh, but yeah, I'm enjoying it and, uh, it's just, just want to get the Renaissance going more than anything else. So check that out. All right. Mine's a book
0: too. We've got, uh, I've been, I've been, uh, I read this all in one sitting yesterday as I've been sitting on this for a few, a uh, few years. But it's Boomerang by Michael Lewis. It's kind of an accompaniment to the big short. It's about financial crises across the world, but in the very Michael Lewis-y fun way. Um, we're talking Iceland. We're talking Ireland. We're talking Germany, cleaning up everyone's mess, Greece, um, California, all these kind of crazy in debt. And the, the thesis is, you know, can countries or states fully default and what happens if they do because a lot of our financial system is built upon those you know taxes paying everyone's debts and bailing private companies out so it's a really great short michael lewis book that i've been sitting on for a while and finally read so loved it love michael lewis he makes everything he has so many great lines one great line and i don't know if it's for his or he attributes it to someone but he says if you own a, if you owe a bank five million dollars they own you but if you owe a bank $5 billion, you own the bank. What a smart, interesting thing that is because yeah. they have to get their money back. Right. Uh, right. Such a such a funny
2: So funny if you're going to go into too. debt, go heavily into debt. Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Already on my way. All right. Good. good, good, good.
0: So uh, yeah, great, great stuff from there. All right. Well, this was a fun episode, boys. Bullet Train, some weekly wrecks. I enjoyed it. I hope the listener did as well. Um, we'll see brad pitt again here in a few months hopefully pending any other stupid weird delays that we have now we constantly i don't believe any movies coming out until i'm sitting <laughs> in a theater right or <laughs> clicking a link or whatever i'm doing um so we'll see but hopefully we get some more brad pitt later in the year and uh looking forward to it but until next time we'll see you at the cinema hey baby i hear the blues are calling tough salads and scrambled eggs Maybe I seem a bit confused Yeah, maybe, but I got you pegs (laughs) Ha, 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 ha But I don't
2: know what to do With those tossed salads and scrambled eggs eggs. They're calling again Scrambled eggs all over my face They're
1: making me ya, ya The salads and scrambled
2: eggs They're calling again